Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Like, Presented uh, by AfterBuzz TV like and hosted by Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman, this is X-Pac 12360. And now your host, WWE Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman. Welcome to X-Pac 12360, everyone. What's that sound? Uh, What's I that sound, That might be a part of the, uh, part of the music. Do you, want, do you want to take the intro again? No, fuck it. <laughs> hey, we're, hey, welcome to Xbox One Two Three Sixty, everyone. I'm coming to you live from Orlando, Florida, at the WWE Performance Center, and um, I didn't want I, I, I didn't want to miss the show, so I figured we'd, we're in the voiceover room here. And uh, and last week we were supposed to have. Oh, by the way, you know uh, we still have Steve Kaufman in, in studio there. You won't be able to see him. Hello, and, I, uh, yeah. and Jeff Graham in the booth, as but usual. But he's a good-looking good looking fella. Yes, Jeff's the good-looking one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, no, hey, so obviously you guys heard, uh, and you can, they can see us right now, right? Oh, yeah, and actually, uh, yeah. so the fans will be able to see Steve on our end. You guys cannot see Steve, but uh, the only person that so can't can, be seen is me, can which is probably, uh, oh, yeah, they can see. I guess so y'all know right they now. saw me eat a booger? <laughs> oh, they sure did. <laughs> Road dog. Oh my gosh. Oh, you didn't know. Yeah. I hey. Boogers. Hey, um, <laughs> WWE Hall of Fame. Hall of Famer. Road dog. Right here next to me. Yeah. Hey, so um thank you for thank you. You were gonna come on last week, man. Yeah, yeah, you were gonna yeah. take time out of your Well, it was out of the schedule week. here, so I'm I oh, okay. Had a, had yeah, I had a yeah. few minutes to spare. Uh doing great though. And thank you guys for having me on and uh I'm no, excited to dang. see where the show takes us. Hey, so, um, man, I got I got so sick uh, uh, the night of Mania, like after the Hall of Fame stuff, man. Really? I got uh, pneumonia, and like, like it was brutal. I had to stay an extra day in uh, in New York. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was brutal, man. You didn't get sick? No. Yeah, after right after our segment, right after our segment. At WrestleMania, yeah. I could feel myself getting sick, and I'm like, I better get the hell out of here because I don't want to get anyone else sick. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I take a yeah. ton of vitamin C. Yeah, and when we when we don't get when we're not getting all, all screwed up, <laughs> our, yeah. our immune you system actually, actually yeah. works. Yeah, and you can tell like, oh, I I, I think I'm getting sick. Yeah, hey, and it, man, the thing about that was is it's it had been years like since I started taking care of myself. Yeah, I have been sick been in sick. years. I have not been singing years. And I was like, you know, I'm pretty proud of that, too. Is that what this show on is just basically old men's health? No. <laughs> I mean, this is before we start getting oh, into okay. the thick of things. Okay. Just, <laughs> and I, you know that I'm just happy to be here in right the thick here of things. The, yeah. <laughs> now, that's funny. That was like, was that like a promo your dad used to cut, his baby face promo? <laughs> no, it was a promo that Brad used to cut. Oh, it was Brad. Yeah, Brad would, he just, Brad was so funny backstage. Um, like him and Dean Malenko together, it was just a, a, a riot. And people but, might not be 
D. Malenko's funny because I see his character on TV. He's Captain One-Liner, man. Yeah. He's hilarious. So, so Brad was like that backstage, but when the red light came on, he just couldn't. Yes. It just didn't translate. Uh, but, and that would be his baby face. You know, I'm just trying my hardest. This just white happy. meat baby yeah. face yeah, 101. Just, yes, yes. Yeah. Just happy to be here and just like, happy to be in the thick of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, like, every now and again, I'll watch, like, the first time I ever seen you on TV. There was, was it was it was it the... It was the um, the Continental mm -hmm. thing, you know. And I, I was still was, in the Marine Corps. Yeah, and you had gotten a hell of a problem. Like you could <laughs> just boom, boom, boom. It was boom. a baby face, bro. I'm yeah. Like, yes, sir, Mister Solia. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. Or Ron Fuller. I forget who the interviewer was. And then later on, when you went to Smoky Mountain, you know, I seen I seen a promo like you're. Uh, Can you hear me crunching this game? Yeah, that's all right, though. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Brian, would you mute your microphone? I don't give a fuck. No, hey, excited me to say the F word. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, because my ears have never heard something yeah. like that. And I still cuss and stuff. I just, I, I speak remember, the language. Though, I remember for a while there, you really did your best not to, not to throw any, uh, you know, F bombs yeah, yeah, or yeah. stuff like that around. Well, look, there was a wholesale change to, yeah. to Brian James. And, and so I did think like, uh, okay, if I'm going to try to live right, maybe I should try to talk right too. But I, I think I talked to a pastor one time while I was actually in rehab yeah. and I talked to him about saying cuss words and stuff. And he said, this is a bit biblical, but it's also, it's also real life. He said, well, uh, if you're ever going to get sober and help anybody, you kind of got to speak the language. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, it goes back to the day of Pentecost when, when, this is biblical, and I apologize for Don't people. Don't ever, dude. Well, I know, but I, I feel like I've got a captive audience, and I'm making them <laughs> hear my stuff. Uh, but it's the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit gave the disciples tongues, and and that uh -huh. that's defined as languages. And so it was because all those people were gathered together to edify the Word of God. He gave them the ability to speak yeah. the other people's languages. So if I'm in the locker room and I'm talking all holier than thou, uh, some of these lug nuts and, and lug yeah. women may not may not get it. So you sure. gotta speak the language. Um so now I cuss. And then sometimes <laughs> it's just out of like just expressing frustration. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Sometimes sure. it feels good. Well and the F word is an adjective. It's it, yeah. it describes everything. It's like smurf. Yeah. So that's an old reference. Smurf meant <laughs> everything if you ever watch that. Hey man, so uh you're down here now and uh and it's like I come down, I, I get off the plane, I, well, I get off the plane, I, I got a good night's sleep. I came here in the morning, yeah. and I see you, and it's like a different person. Well, it's just, I'm just... Uh, and when but, I say down here, I mean here, working yeah, with all the, the NXT center. people yeah, at yeah. the Performance Center. It's definitely a different working environment, mm -hmm. but it's also something I realized that, like, I got caught up in running so hard that I didn't make time for myself and yeah. make time to do the things I needed to do to maintain my sobriety and my serenity. So what this has given me and I, and, and, and believe you me, I realized it was nobody else but me. It was me uh, who was almost keeping myself underwater and gasping for air every now and then. Now I feel like I can come up and breathe a little bit uh, and do some of the things that I was lacking um, to help me kind of stay mentally stable. Yeah. Um, and so, look, it's a hectic schedule. Writing a live two-hour television show weekly, uh, 
it's not easy. I don't know what just happened here, but the, that <laughs> guy went went away. Uh, but but it's it's not easy, and We're I know a lot here, of the, uh, just, people uh, on the internet think it's just you know the easiest thing since sliced bread. But but it's difficult when you have to think about you know keeping the lights on and and pleasing sponsors and and not you know they, sure. everybody wants it to be rated R and and uh, attitude era. Yeah, and it, back it, to it, the good it, old days. Yeah, and it's just that's a time that's gone by, and it's yeah. not coming back. So. Uh, it's got. It's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah, I mean, when we were talking about this, like it was yesterday, and and, and all that, and um, just about how we are, we just it. I mean, it, it has to get to like the point where we're almost drowning before we'll take ourselves out of the game. Like, yeah. I mean, you, even you when we're like, active on the on, yeah. on the active roster, and you're like, injured, and so yeah. you, people have to protect you from yourself, and that's yes. a sad thing. Is uh. I had people trying to protect me, but I'm so hard-headed, I wanted to keep going. I didn't want to feel like I tapped out. Yeah. I didn't want to feel like I gave up. Um, and I, I don't I don't feel that way. I don't feel guilty about it. I, I'm, I'm glad, and I, I think it's a sign of maturity that maybe I stood up for myself and, and kind of said, hey, I'm going to crack if I don't do something differently yeah. right now. And so yeah. so that, that was on me, and now I'm trying to do something differently. I, the job here is not uh, etched in stone. It's yeah. kind of still evolving and still, you know, kind of going oscillating. But uh, Plus, like, get some, fre like some fresh meat in that spot there yeah, and yeah, get yeah. you down here. Fre and, fresh eyes, you yeah, know what I mean? Like exactly. fresh attitude, fresh eyes, exactly. fresh uh, cr creativity. Like you were, you were there with me yesterday. We worked all day on entrances, and it's – you know, I'm not I'm not great at the technical wrestling crap, but I'm pretty good at the television aspect of what we Have doing. you ever worked with anyone on their entrance before? Yes. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot Finn Balor, a lot of okay. the entrances here, Hunter and I kind of together worked on those entrances. So yeah, and and at TV when I used to run rehearsals, yeah. every week we would we would do music and entrance rehearsals yeah. and especially new people coming in, try to give them something different, work with the television cameras to get a cool shot. And so that's what we did yesterday for every member of the performance center and it took it took a while but it was fun and it's and it's creative and your creativity is uh promoted which feels really good, you know. Boy, some of them really have to, I mean you know, as we were watching the, yeah. some of the entrances, like they uh, put a lot of thought into yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. And for some sure. of them just knocked it right out of the park. <laughs> yeah, and it's cool to see that because that's proactive. That's being proactive, and it's also having a vision. And I would say that to any people out there that are that are you know have a vision, yeah. not only of what you want to do on your entrance, but how is that going to play on the on television? How is the television? You know, if you can sit and envision sitting in your in your living room and watching yeah. your entrance on TV. What do you want that to look like? And then and then do it that way. You know what I mean? Because even at little indie shows, everybody's shooting stuff and recording stuff. Yeah. So so man, you can produce your own stuff if you have a vision. But if you're if you're a simpleton and you're and I don't mean that in a negative way, you just don't don't think that way. Uh, I guess I did mean it in a negative way. I apologize. Yeah, it's all right. But if you're not thinking that way, you need to think differently, especially if you are your own brand and you are trying to get somewhere in the sports entertainment industry. You got to pick up the pace, Jack. I was like, what I was, what I was going to be getting at was just that no one had ever gone through an entrance with me. Oh, yeah. And yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. And it was just that was For the sure. thing that we just kind of figured they, out. Yes, right? They never did it with us either. I, and if you, we were doing it wrong, they shot it right. They shot it differently. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, so so yeah. now we try to we and we have been trying for for the past years or so, like to to get them thinking about it because mm -hmm. if we can get the talent thinking about it and the television uh, production crew thinking about it and we can all work together, man, it's a beautiful thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, and then 
What and the, but what, what what popped in my head just a second ago was when you were bringing all these things up was like nowadays like like a talent has to be their own content creator too right and yeah, their man. own producer like you see guys like I don't know you know Stokely Hathaway here he's pro- like well not just him there's yeah. a lot of people but you know just putting their own content out yeah, there yeah yeah well and you that's know? that's uh preemptive strikes yeah, absolutely. man because it also help uh the creative team who believe you me are are swamped uh because there's a lot of content going out but it it also gives them ideas like holy mackerel we didn't even think about that aspect of his character or we weren't even going that way with his character so it it's yeah. it's definitely with social media out there now man you, you can you can be your own content creator as long as you follow the guidelines if you're sure. if you're contracted you know what i mean and that's that's only only right yeah hey brian how's it feel to be a hall of famer (laughs) (laughs) you know what i it it feels really good like i the biggest thing to me was i thought like i didn't think i thought maybe me and billy would go in as a team and i and maybe there's still an opportunity for that and i don't it doesn't really matter now that i already have one but the most important thing to me was, and this is for real, was standing up there with you guys. Yeah, like me that too. meant the most to me out of anything. I wanted yeah. to recognize my wife and because she's been with me through it all. I wanted to recognize my sobriety because, and I said this in there, but but without it, I would probably be dead um, because I was kind of at the point then where it was which handful of pills is going to kill me, and hopefully it's this next one. You know what I, I mean? Remember, like it just yeah. got just got bad. Uh, it's Today, like you're not necessarily trying to kill yourself, yeah, exactly. but it's like this might but, be the one. But may, but and and maybe I'm okay yeah. with that. Maybe maybe my family would be better off without I, me. And that's that's when you get in a dark place inside your head and you isolate and you yeah. get in there. And today I just choose life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, back to the question. It felt really good to stand up there with you guys, my my good friends that we made an impact on the wrestling industry, the sports entertainment industry. Sorry, uh, but but it made me feel good to stand there with my with my dudes. Yeah, and, man. Uh, and what w- what was even funner was like the preparation for it, you know, <laughs> hang, hanging out to getting on the phone and then getting to hang out. Be with writing all this stuff on these cards. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah, it was it was fun, man. It really was. Um, and so I don't know. I, I'm cool with that. And, like when people have said different things like, oh, you deserve to go in by yourself, one, two, three, kid, whatever, Xbox, like, yeah. no way, for, for a couple of reasons. One, it's like, I don't like talking in public anyways, yeah. and I like, I didn't want to be up there all by myself. <laughs> yeah, that's a scary you know, part. It is. Big giant security blanket for me, and also that, it's just like, I want to share this with my friends yeah, that yeah. I had the best time of my life with. Yeah, and that's that, that's the truth. Look, I think to myself, I go, okay, well, and then, again, speaking by, as my point of reference, the outlaws yeah. were cool, and, and we were cool, but we weren't as cool as DX was. And so if I get in for DX, I'm satisfied with that. Yeah, like, that was cool. Yeah. Because I do think D-Generation X was was part of the deal you know what i mean it was it was it was part of the thing with along with rock along with stone cold along with uh you know the undertaker and just all the superstars of that era that were really clicking on another on on we were a huge part of that yeah i mean i I mean it sounds braggadocious i whatever but i think it was fact a fact right yeah because i mean like legit we could be on one uh the two two shows out there a and b and both in big arenas and 
I can't remember there. I can't remember an empty seat yeah, for like yeah, two yeah, or three yeah. years. I remember Billy would go, "Oh my God, they're only like ninety five percent sold tonight." <laughs> 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 in like the you know, in the freaking SeaTac dome or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but, should but we, hey, man, we, we were talk the, about something. No, no, yeah, are we, we already that? are. Oh, okay. I, mean, we, yeah, but, I don't do this much, so I'm, I'm not right, so be every week. <laughs> and it's always just, just shooting the shit. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. What the, f- the fuck was I going to say? Ah, oh, damn. I don't know because it was your thoughts. So yeah. I mean, I That's the thing is usually I have, hey, Steve. Yo. What was I going to say? Um, Words. Sorry. He's right. He's got a best Steve. <laughs> shark kid. Shark kid. You guys oh, probably probably asshole, either but a shark kid. <laughs> either WrestleMania weekend or producing TV feels like the thread we were on. And I'm yeah. not on drugs. No, or anything, no, this, this is clean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I don't know what you're talking about either. We were just shooting the breeze. Yeah. Hey, so Oh, I know what I was going to say. Like, I, I, I go on record publicly that you, you, me, and Billy were the three coolest. You know, <laughs> well, well, Sean I, might have been the best, and Hunter maybe the smartest, but yeah. we're the three coolest. Well, I, so I don't, I don't know about that. I'm positive. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you changed my mind. Uh, but, but, like, what, I'll tell you what does frustrate me is when people say DX yeah. and they're just talking about Hunter and Sean. Oh, like yeah. that does that does frustrate yeah. me. Cuz whether we were the coolest or not, I do believe we were an intricate part of that faction sure. um, in a in a way that didn't make it cooler. And I don't so I don't know. It was what really cemented it. I, I kind of, run, I, yeah, that, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel good about that. I Absolutely. feel good about you saying that, and I do feel s- similar. But I don't like to say we were the coolest. But I do like. It, again, it frustrates me when because Hunter might listen to this, so I don't want to. That's okay. <laughs> Well, it's not for me. It's not. For me. <laughs> but but I do. I he do because Vince would oftentimes goes, yeah, we're gonna do DX. We're gonna have DX come out. And, yeah, yeah. Sean, Sean and Hunter are gonna come out, and I I would literally say in the meeting like, hey, I was in DX. I don't know if you remember that. Like it was me. I was in there. Uh, so yeah, that's frustrating. It's like Fleetwood Mac without Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. <laughs> right? <laughs> they were a mess. Buckingham was a mess. Oh, so good. <laughs> I saw us. Okay, Jeff, yeah. Steve, yep. somebody help us. <laughs> hey, you know man. what? This is what the fans want, guys. They watching yeah, two wrestlers no, really. shoot the breeze is that's the dream. So you guys are killing it. Yeah. I promise. All right. Well, we Velveteen Dream's not here. We couldn't get him. So we have to settle for Road Dog. <laughs> hey, so Brian, um how are you liking it here? I love it. I know you do. Yeah, and I'm just I, that was a rhetorical question for the yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, but, I, I I am loving it. And it's yeah. and it's you you can come up for breath. Look, you you do you do an hour of television here, and that is we're blurry. Yeah, is that supposed to be like that? Not at all. Oh, there Whatever, it goes. it's fine. Yeah, I like to. I like. I was because I moved up closer in the my, camera. My, in my right rider, now. it says something about Whoa. Civil Shepherd. Sorry about that. That was <laughs> that kid. was Steve it was, Kaufman. It was, it was, they, could, they could see you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was his uh, his uh, tribute to the chef. Um, what we're now? What was I? Saying? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's how you it like really Florida, Brian. Oh, here I yeah. love it here yes. because 
we, we do one hour of television. And look, I'm not even in a place where I'm working with creative right now. I just have a class of gentlemen yeah. that 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 are not on television yet for NXT, but they will be soon. They're kind of on deck. Uh, so that's cool for me to get to, to work with some guys. Uh, Build a relationship yes, with them. Yes, uh, and have know. that camaraderie yeah. because it's it's something I missed as the lead writer of SmackDown. I, I wouldn't even go out there and do rehearsals anymore. I very rarely yeah. talk to the talent because I was just in the writer's room or in with Vince going over the show or, you know, whatever we were doing, I was kind of isolated away on that, that creative side of the, of the railroad tracks. So this is a, a cool disconnect huh, between yeah, you it and is. It is. And you don't have a lot of time, you know, and then the talent calls me on a Wednesday when I'm in prepping for a meeting to go in to, to pitch a show or whatever. Yeah. And I just don't have time to get into because it's also a different thing. And I, and I kind of, I loved the responsibility. I loved writing the show. I loved working out every commercial break and whose music hits here and who I loved all that. Yeah. Putting that puzzle together of that two hour television show was exhilarating and rewarding and all that. Um, but I miss I miss getting to shoot the breeze one-on-one -on -one with yeah. a guy and trying to smarten him up a little bit to how you do watching things. light bulbs go off in yes, your head yes. and just get and you get that vicarious yes right? amen amen yeah. because look there is something rewarding to seeing when you talk to a guy and then see him go out and implement what y'all talked about and he comes back and says yes. man i felt the difference if you can get them to feel and not see the difference but yeah. i felt the difference holy mackerel man that's that is a fix there yeah yeah, so it's great. It's great here. Yeah. Um, and, and I've been working with Jeremy Borash a lot, doing a lot of vignettes, uh, cool stuff with Killian Dane and, and uh, um, who else with the Outliers, which is a group, a tag team that's going to be coming up soon. We're doing some off, you know, backstage offsite stuff with them. So so creatively working on the video side of it and not so much the writing side of it yet. But I'm hoping yeah. that I'll dip my toe in that water soon, too, because I, I love doing that. Hey, man, in this the style these guys work and and the pace they cut and and all that and it's yeah. just such it's such like it's so cutting edge and like next it's like it's not even next level it's like it's like a different dimension yeah. to some of it yeah yeah, yeah. Right? and i can't look i can't imagine it especially not at my current weight but i couldn't imagine it in on my best day like and i, and I mentioned to you and we talked at length about roderick strong and matt riddle at, at nxt takeover 25 and so I was the producer on that match. Yes. I don't think I'm telling telling stories out of school here, but but they they came to me and I said, guys, I'm not gonna. And I told you this already, but yeah. I, but it, but I just want to try to make more of what you just said about them being not on another level, but in another stratosphere. Yeah. I told him, guys, I'm 50 years old, and I got over by ducking clotheslines and wiggling my knees. I, I don't, <laughs> jab, jab. I, right, right. <laughs> I don't dare put my foot into your wrestling ring today because I because I'm just gonna screw you up. So y'all do your thing and let me wrap my head around all the things you're doing so that I can make sure cameras are in the right place yeah. and we can shoot shoot it correctly. And when you go outside or when we need to get a facial or when we need to get that close up of you climbing for the rope, just just let me hear what you're doing. Cause I'm not gonna attempt to try to get on that level yeah. with you to correct you or something. Yeah. Like you could both work circles around me. So 
it was a crazy match, but crazy, what a pace they set and what an intensity they had throughout that whole uh, pace that they had set. Man, it was incredible. And I was an honor and I was honored to be on the headsets for it. But in all honesty, man, I was just saying, okay, they're going to the outside, make your Stewie, you know, camp moving cameramen and stuff like that to kind of, kind of direct from the gorilla. So as a producer of that match, like you just kind of sat back and okay. Like, is that, Brian, I get the impression that a lot of producers just can't let that happen. Yeah. Like, well, they got to mess with something in the match. For sure. And I think that's... Just uh, to make it, it seem like they're doing Yeah, it's almost job. Yeah, it's almost human nature, too. Like, okay, I've been assigned this, uh, so I'm going to have something to say. But I looked at it like I did have something to yeah. say. I said, I'm not smart enough or good enough at what you do today yeah. to step in and get involved in that. What I will do is make it a good... television wrestling match because I can do that part and that and I was very upfront with them about that and told them that this is how we'll conduct business you guys wrestle like two friggin bobcats and I'll just shoot it well I'll make sure it's shot right um and look at the end of the day that's what we're doing here is we're putting on a pay-per-view which is which is uh you know NXT TakeOver 25 was going on the network and so we were we were putting on a television show you guys tear the house down and I'll make sure we shoot it right. Yeah. And so, but, but you're right. A lot of people get involved and, and, and I do think psychology that we used back in the Dizay was it's still, still, relevant. still Absolutely. work today. Yes. Um, and I think if everybody did slow down and when I say slow down, I don't mean move slower. I mean, the pace, the pace is a little slower. Yes. There's, there's a little more that distinction piece. between let uh, things breathe. The, the, yes, yes. Sell, sell yeah. stuff, sell stuff. And and it, look, I know that it's that I'm a, the old guy going, stay off my lawn with your no selling, <laughs> your super kicking ass. But 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 there is something to to say there. I'll just I'll just fight the fight. Like holy crap, Shawn Michaels beat everybody. Ric Flair put him in retirement with a super kick, and now we just recoil off the ropes and hit another guy with it, and it just makes. It's it's not that it's detrimental to Sean. Sean's he's good. He's gonna be okay. But so what do you have to do to to tr- knock a guy down now? They're just much tougher than we were. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess, or maybe I was just on so many drugs I was kind of wobbly. But but uh, but when they super kicked me, I fell down. And look, uh, that's just one of my things that I get on me. Yeah. And uh, Chris Scoville used to argue about that's that okay. uh, a lot. But but look, I. Again, I'm smart enough to know that it's gone beyond me yeah. as far as the psychology. However, to, to the original point, I think to I think yesterday's psychology would still work today. Some psychology is just universal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the, the, the words of the day is yeah. fundamental psychology. It's big guy doesn't bump a lot for little guy. Yeah. Little guy doesn't knock down big guy so much. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's certain things. And I think there's also a certain thing to... You know, that that uh, Japanese style was very much uh, not the booking, the actual content the inside the, in the matches was very much 50 50, very much. I kick you, you kick me. We, we go back and forth. American style, I felt like was baby face shine, heat spot, uh, hope spots. Yeah comeback sequence and, and if and, it was and, me my shine was real short at the 
I was getting the heat like real quick. Yes. All I need to do is yeah. do something to, yeah. so you know I'm the good guy and I'm the yeah. road dog. And mine was always duck your clothesline, jab, 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 big, big one. Please take a bump, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my punch looks good. Uh, but it, it was like, holy mackerel. I'll never forget the big guy from uh, the Green Mile that passed away. Michael Clark Sergeant. Duncan. Michael yeah. Clark Duncan t- came to me one time and said, man, you got the best punch in wrestling. And I, and I told him. It's not that good, really. I just ask everybody to take a bump for it. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And so it makes people go like, oh, he, when he hits people, they go down. Yes. And Brian, and sometimes I tell this to people. Well, any any time I think of it, I'm like, don't be afraid to tell someone how to sell your shit. Yes, yeah. Because if, they, if they're not going to sell it right, I'd rather not do it. Or they you know just I mean? don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with that know, 100%. But they don't know. Yeah, please smarten me up how to sell your thing yeah. and which way we're going and what we're doing. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about... Yeah, Michael like Clark Duncan, and you had like the good punches. And <laughs> yeah, oh, hey, well, remember yeah. we he was sitting in the front row when uh, WrestleMania when you and I worked with uh, Rikishi and, and Kane. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. times. Man. Hey, so um, obviously people think of you and Billy uh, as a team, but you and I were a great team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree with that a hundred percent. And I, and this is <laughs> and I've been very open and say about saying this, and this is a true statement. I'm just saying it because you're sitting here. But if my head disappears under here for a little while, don't don't mind me. Um, so, so so I learned more tagging with you than I ever knew in in the business. And that's, that's a true story. I was, I was a tag champion with Billy like five times and didn't have a clue what I was doing. And what I mean by that is it's not that me and Billy weren't good because we were cool. We were good, but, but I would, I would not think twice about like just Irish whipping Kane off. And you know what I mean? And and maybe early on that was partially Kane's responsibility too, is to protect himself a little better. But like you made me think about the logic of what I was doing. You made me think about having to work from underneath to chop a big guy down. You made me think about that stuff instead of me just going, yeah, well, that's the spot we called. You know what I mean? And uh, and so honestly, because I was never properly trained. I was just worked out with my brothers and everybody in the in the you know in the gulf of mexico and you know though brian um and it's great and, and i'm i was so blessed like dean malenko and his father yeah. were my and you really like this top of the line training so i had good fundamentals yeah. and all yeah, that yeah, yeah. my technique was sharp and all that but like you can man you can have the shittiest trainer in the world or no and if if you just have that aptitude and yeah you, you have the in, in your blood yeah i i the first time i ever saw you when you and uh max Payne came to to lowell yeah yeah, yeah. tvs yeah. and uh, you know and it was just like you went out and did your thing and you were like oh i think i screwed up i'm like no you did you're getting hired yeah yeah, yeah it was awesome too because not long after that we did a thing and 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 i remember coming back it was the first time we did like Je- jeff i was with jeff and he worked with like bret hart i was the really yeah. I hadn't even started on the road yet. And I think uh, Captain Kirk was in Bret Hart's corner. That was Houston, Texas. <laughs> was it? Yeah. So I don't remember where it was, but they, yeah. but we, we worked. And me and Captain Kirk actually got in an argument because he thought he was supposed to he had the order of what we were doing mixed up. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. And finally, Vince came in. I was like, no, it's this way. And I was like, yeah, I told you so, Dick. Uh, but <laughs> Playing the part of Otis tonight, William Shatner. <laughs> yeah. So we did it, and I came back, and Sean was actually standing there. And this was my first, like, introduction to Sean. Uh, but he was standing there with Vince, and he was like, 
the kid's got it. You, you know came what I mean? off the top like with the axe handle, and he hit you in the gun. Yeah, it yeah. was something crazy. Yeah, and he it was like, me over the top yes. rope, and it was just it was just some stuff. his ego. It yeah, was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was exactly how you exactly do it with them. Yeah, it was exactly what he needed, and it, and apparently it was exactly what I needed because yeah. they literally from that television taping went out and bought me a bag and some clothes because I was going right on the road with Jeff from then on, and I was yeah. I didn't have any clothes because I was just going to go back home. It was the best. So yeah, so here it went. There, yeah. there, there it went. And it was just like you kind of just came up with the yeah the yeah, character, yeah, yeah. and you yeah. just kind of started doing things, acting like <laughs> oh we're old. I think a roadie does this. Yeah. And I remember going out and sitting in the crowd and just watching the guys put the yeah. uh, everything together. And I came back. I said, okay, I need a like a mag light, and a, you know what I mean. I just yeah. saw some visual things. Uh, but that was man, that was my introduction into the into the business. It was such a cool time. And what, when WrestleMania fourteen was Jeff and Razor and me. And no, it was WrestleMania 11, 11. 11. And we, yeah, and they let us come in and do our do yeah, some stuff, yeah. and I, they made me, you, you guys made me look like a million bucks. Yeah, but it was that's. And I see, busted Jeff's nose open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the kick. Yeah. I loved it. No, I love Jeff to death. By the way, uh, Jeff's doing great. Yeah, and, and so I'm so proud of him. But that's what that's what I'd love for more people to like you just said you guys came in and made me look great no we came in and made us look great yeah. you know what I mean we made the the, made the, the moment yeah. great and yeah. that's what it's about it's not about me looking strong or looking cool or be somebody plays the friggin foil and somebody yeah. plays the and, it, and if you can be a part of something that is great God Almighty! Who and the crowd's crap? going off, and, the and crowd like that's went, the that's the what what yeah, more do you yeah, want? Yeah. That's that's it. That's what you get. Some people would it. rather get their shit in than to have, yeah, and have a crappy on. match yeah. and get a, and get a pop. And I've been telling a lot of people this lately. There's a difference between a pop and an emotional yeah. reaction. Yeah. And when you got people jumping up out of their seats and and spitting on the heel and Chris Chris, that's an emotional reaction. That's when you reach down deep and there, get them. And it. that's and when it, when the pop happens in that emotion, when there's emotion and yeah. visceral, when yes. it's a visceral yes. pop, it lasts longer. It's oh, not just man. a oh, and then back down to flatline. Yeah, and that's what you see a lot of yes. today is a lot of yeah. and and look. So I guess we're just get off my lawn. You're breaking my day. <laughs> I'm, I'll be Tony Gurria. You be Rene Goulet. Yeah, damn it, come say va. Hey, so one time we were in, at band uh, camp. No, but we were we were in Italy and we were in Rome, right? Oh, and, were you there? I know, but I know this. Story. <laughs> Should you say it? Can you say that? Can you say it? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Maybe you're, you're thinking yeah, of a different story. Yeah. There's a few. No, no it was the one with Owen. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. I wanted to tell me later what you're thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. of. <laughs> no, so, um, you know, we we had some time before the show, and so, like, the, the whole crew stopped at the um, the, the Roman Coliseum, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then um, and then we stopped at the Vatican. And, the, and like, Rene Goulet, like, if anyone knows Rene, yeah, you do. So yeah, you'll appreciate yeah. the story. Everyone else is yeah. just, you know... Well, if y'all like it, you do. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he, um, you know, uh, Renee's telling the whole crew, hey, the Pope leave here. The Pope leave here. So no, don't cuss, damn it. You <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So Owen, Owen's doing his thing. And, he, and, and also Renee's telling everyone, you got to be careful because there's a lot of thieves around here. <laughs> yeah, they pickpocket, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. blah. And, and Renee had, his, like, had some money just in his hand. And Owen real quick, 
and then like turned his face real, turned his back real yeah. quick. He snatched some money out of his hand, and and Renee thought it was this tourist walking by, <laughs> and he got in. This guy's a fucking thief! The fucking thief! Oh, it was oh, it was so great. He yeah. kind of had to be there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's Owen. Owen was so remarkable for he would rib you like having a guy drive you the wrong way for like an hour, and then you go, Owen. We're not going, we're going the wrong way. And he's like, no, don't listen to him. There's a guy named Paul that was one of his guys, one okay. of his driver guys, yeah. right? Like, what was the guy from up in Canada? I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. I can't think of his name. Yeah. I thought <laughs> oh, man, I just saw him recently. Um, Ronnie Gaff. Ronnie Gaff. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, no, but this guy, was, his name was Paul, and like, he would drive Owen around a lot. And so Owen thought, you know, Owen would love to grab somebody else to go in the car yeah, with him. Yes. So he wasn't just tortured by himself right yeah <laughs> <laughs> he would just pull for the, the free ride break, so. yes that was a davy thing oh oh that reminded me of something else oh i know i gotta tell you the davy one there was a guy named hugo something from public really pr and davy and i had a had a this is crazy <laughs> after msg one night davy davy boy smith and i had a, a uh, a person, uh, an appearance yeah. from the company, not a third party, <laughs> at a McDonald's and like Queens or j some crazy shit. And so we're in Hugo's car and Hugo's trying to leave the garden. You know how treacherous yeah, that yeah, yeah. was, right? Was it the guy with a huge head? I don't remember. No, I don't no, think that so. Was somebody else. Yeah. That um, was huge headed Hugo. So we're pulling out, and you know how they're fat banging on yeah, the car and yes, everything? Yes. Oh, and Hugo's getting mad because it's his personal yeah. car. And as he's driving, Davy Craig yeah, slams it in reverse <laughs> or park or something. And the car yeah, stops, yeah. and everyone's pounding the guy's car. And the guy gets out of the car, and Davy locks the fucking door <laughs> on him. <laughs> Were you in Tampa the time Davy spilled his urine from the urine sample? All over on, the guy. On the guy. He filled it up to the rim, right? He yes. filled it up. He's the guy, no, that's enough, that's enough. And he fills it all the way up. Yes. And then he spilled it on the dude. Yeah. That, that's a guy I bribed to $200 or so he would throw my, uh, so he would piss for me. Because <laughs> the night before I smoked a bunch of pot. Ladies I'm not going to stood on anyone not... else. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the program where we say, children. Hey, are you guys still there? Yes, we are. Oh, thank Early. God. I'm like, if this thing hadn't been recorded for the last half hour. I wish it hadn't. Oh, that would be a better story. Um, Remember that time we did 45 minutes of stand-up and it wasn't recording? Hey, what? so what? you guys got any questions? or? Hey, you guys want to add anything? Um. I was actually going to ask, you mentioned the Outliers tag team. Brian, are there any other people that aren't on NXT TV right now that we should really be expecting? Oh, wrestling questions. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, just okay. kidding. Go ahead. Hey, the truth be told, there's a, there's a lot of guys standing by, but I don't know that you would know any of them. Do you have any specific questions? Just thinking about, look, I'm thinking about my class, and I have 11 guys, uh, three tag teams, um, and then and then some singles guys. Uh there's this one guy that does um, some some evolve stuff and some progress matches. Uh, Adrian Jaoji is his real name, but they're going to start calling him Arturo Ruas. Ruas. Uh, he's a Brazilian, and he's a Brazilian uh, kind of shoot fighter. He's guy. like a he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, a, a capoeira guy. Yeah, and he was like an Olympic wrestler yeah, as well. Yeah, so he's he's, he's, a star. he's the real deal. He looks good. Uh, he, he's a guy that to be looking. 
to in the future just because of where the style and wrestling is going and, and that got guy. a hell of a set of teeth on him yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, white yeah. ass chopper. Yeah, he bit me the other day, bastard. <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, but yeah, do you have any questions specifically? Look, I think the Street Profits are, are, are uh, you know, they're the tag team champions right now. I think they're breakout stars. Uh, just st- still, what's great about them is they've. Man, they're the tag champs right now. And just like I talked about me and Billy a minute ago, they're still learning what yeah. to do and when and why. Uh, but, so that's that's really cool to see that they're getting that yeah, opportunity. Yeah, but there are people like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they're cool. Yeah. I like them. How about the fact that um, so Riddle and uh, and Roddy go out there and they tear it up. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's like, who's going to follow that? But they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might not have talked it, but they well, follow well, it. Well, thank God the second match on that specific uh, They do every takeover, takeover yeah, though. It does every it. match and every takeover. And what's, what's, what I love so much about it is, and I, I think it's part of the, the, the uh, formula that people like, is, look, there's five matches. There's five matches on the card. Now, if you go to the live event, you can probably get six or eight matches uh, yeah. because – we're taping some for NXT the next week, or we're taking, you know what I mean? There's a dark match, whatever. We're, we're doing a few extra matches, but, but you tune in for takeover, you get five matches, six tops and, and all the titles are on the line. Um, and it's not every month. So the titles, the story can build a little longer. If you invest, uh, watching, you know, you'd get to tell the story. A little. It reminds me of back when, you know, they used yeah. to do the four big pay-per-views. Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. And that's, and look, that's what, like it does good. The, the revenue is great for the for the takeovers, and and this proved that it doesn't necessarily have to coattail one of the big piggyback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so so it stood on its own in a place that we don't run a whole a whole bunch anymore. And so it did really well. And and to your point, man, every match followed the next. And Hunter's uh, psychology, or at least this is we haven't spoken about this directly, but it's what I've seen from his track record is he likes to have the women's title match and the men's title match be the semi and the main yeah. event of every show and it and it positions those titles in the right and way it, and then so the women's title match always uh i've noticed lately well for for since i started paying attention yeah it's always in just about the toughest spot on the oh, yeah, card yeah, and yeah. They and always they, and they deliver yeah 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 well, Shayna I mean, Baszler is my favorite yeah, woman she's, wrestler she's, right now. She's friggin' awesome. And yeah. she's one of those that came in and picked it up really well. And she yeah. doesn't mind being a heel. And she doesn't want you to like her. And she doesn't mind you hating her. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it feels good. And and you know she's legit. So her stuff looks good. And, and when she talks, it. she believes what yeah, she yeah, says. Yeah. So well, and, that, and that's the deal with cutting a promo, right? If you if the truth's rolling off your tongue, if you believe it, the yeah. people will believe it. Um, and that like matches so often. You know, there used to be, back in my day, <laughs> there used to be a time. I'm just going to do that every time I go to talk about uh, but th- there used to be a thing where we suspended their disbelief. Like I wanted the person in the front row to think I really hit you. I wanted the person in the tenth row to think I really hit you. I also wanted them to believe what I was saying. And I feel like today, even in the construct of the, uh, the of the matches, like we're just going through the motions sometimes, man. And I'm not saying all the time, but I feel like uh, it's predominantly we're just going through the motions and we forgot to do the in-between stuff. Yeah. The, the subtleties. The important shit. It's, it's the most important yes. shit. It's, it's the subtleties that aren't subtle at all. Yeah. Except for when you don't do them. It's yeah. how and you can, and the fan can articulate it, but they can know like he just punched him in the face and he didn't even. And that's what like, and that's hurt. and that, that's also the stuff that keeps the crowd into it in between yeah. the moves yeah, yeah. instead of the crowd just dying. I think it makes it believable, man. And we and we yeah. Maybe me and you are just really good at it. 
Yeah. We should watch. This is yeah. a part of the first program where you should put like one of our matches in. Yeah. I was talking about like when we're. Like, and then we'll just go like this. Because yeah. <laughs> like just about every, honestly, like just about every tag match we had that's on video, like yeah. that's on tape somewhere. Is, is, They're pretty good. Yeah. We had pretty good timing. Yeah. And we knew where to be and when to be there. Yeah. And it was like all about like making the baby thing. Yeah. 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 Well, because again, and getting the reaction. Again, there it goes. There, That's that's the bottom line is how do you get the people to react the most? And it doesn't matter if I look cool or you look cool or I look strong mm-hmm. or you look strong. I'm it's in about, it for the reaction. Yeah, yeah. What do we do to make them <laughs> yeah. friggin' come unglued? Yeah. Uh, let's do that. You know, yeah. I don't need to be on top when it happens. Yeah. I remember we worked with the hardest. I'm more of a power bottom anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still? Yeah. <laughs> Some things uh, never change. We worked with the Hardys at um, um, Rosemont at Allstate Arena. Ooh, right? I don't remember that. Oh, it was sick. Yeah. You don't remember a lot of shit. I right? don't, man. I really don't either. And some and don't, you don't remember some really cool stuff. I know. And that's what that's one of the things I I, and I don't beat myself up about, don't, yeah, about don't, the past. Yeah. But it's one of the things if I have regrets, it's one of those yeah. where I go like, Man, I did some really cool stuff and I don't remember it because I was How about, running from so something. some like so when you see some of it back that you oh, don't yeah, remember no. does it jog your memory and go oh yeah yes every now and then yeah okay but I've also seen it where I went yeah I don't remember I still this. Don't remember. but but I but every time I go damn we were good yeah you know what I mean and just imagine like right hey man like even like on the end Indies like when you and I were like and like say you and I and Billy like yeah, on that yeah. Canada tour that yeah, one time yeah, where yeah. Scott Steiner had ran the bird over and <laughs> yes, he, had, yes. he had the big bird dead bird in the grill of his truck yes that was For like incredible. 10 days straight yeah so hey everyone so um so Brian uh Billy Gunn and I we're we're up we're touring like the how like the Maritimes Canada yeah. and uh and Scott Steiner is is with us and we're driving with scott because he rented this big truck and, yeah yeah he's driving down the road and he hits like a big old i don't know a seagull yeah, or, yeah it was a huge it was bird. huge and it was like stuck in his in the grill of the truck it looked yeah. like a hood ornament yeah <laughs> and he just left it in there the whole tour yeah. and it was, it did. so he actually yelled at an elderly lady who was trying to pull it out of the grill at the hotel we <laughs> she was trying to get it off of there like oh the poor bird and we yeah. came out to leave and he goes Hey, what the f are you doing? What are you doing? He just went off on this lady. He was like, and so he, she had got it halfway out. He opened the hood, put the wing in the hood, and slammed it down. <laughs> oh no! There we go. Are you the Fonz or what? Hey, did that stop it? Hey, no, we, we still see you. We got you. We're good. Okay. What was that? Was that, awesome. Yeah. You see how I did that? <laughs> Don't, let's cool. not try that again. Though. No, but you're, like, you're so cool. <laughs> so no, but what I was going to say is, um, he like. You were still really good in there, even though you probably shouldn't even have been in the ring. No yeah. problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and I, you know, and I got out of shape bad. And it's a lot easier to take the heat, though. Like, I, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, take the heat on me because I'm, I'm like half out of it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would say every time. And I told Billy, I don't have to remember anything. Billy was like, I'll take the heat because I sell better than you, Billy. And Billy would go, Yeah, and I make a better comeback. And I was like, Well, no, I make a better comeback yeah, too, but you can't, do, I can't do both. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, Billy. And honestly, Billy is the better bump taker. Oh, man. He's so good. He was so athletic, and so fast, and so. Bump like, and feed. Was, yeah. Honestly, I, I don't recall anyone ever. Feeding me better than Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had uh, the boom, he had the boom. mindset yeah. of I'm gonna beat you back 
to the middle. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? I'm going to take a bump for your crap, but I'm going to beat you back to the middle. So you better be ready yeah. because if you're not, he just knew and then it made you look stupid. You know what I mean? He would be like, oh, so I can bump faster and you can throw your comeback. Man, he's such a beast. Yeah, so it's just ridiculous. He's all man. Did you see his like? So you see his social media? He's oh, out yeah. there in Venice with Michael yeah. Hearn. Yes, yes. Running there, running with those guys. Yeah, he's an. Animal. That guy's a freak, Michael O'Hearn. Yeah. Like natural bodybuilder, yeah. like that. Crazy. And I don't believe people when they say natural. He's the only one I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Billy's so. I mean, he's so strong and he works out. He has all the. I always call him the mad scientist because he has it all. Yeah. In his mind, like macro this and micro that. And I don't know what the flip he's talking about. I just want a cheeseburger and yeah. some onion rings. Yeah. It's, it's got Austin. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Austin, like I watched Austin uh, on, on just a video on, on like uh, social media or whatever. Man, he's got great instincts. And yeah. he's, and he's, it feels, seems like he's got good ring presence mm -hmm. and kind of timing and, and placement. So, We'll see what happens with yeah. with Austin Gunn. Good for him, man. Hey, man. Hey, guy. I think we're. I think we can wrap this up, man. How long have we been going? It's like forty-five minutes, something yeah. like that. I got 40? you. Yeah, I got you at fifty-one right now. Yeah. Hey, so do you guys got a question or anything? Let's go yeah. an hour. Yeah, let's do it now. <laughs> you guys want to add anything to this? Just so I can say I'm a sixty-minute man. All right. Uh, um, I'll... it is the only way I'm ever gonna say. <laughs> I'll th I'll throw the softball while we have another one. Uh, what's your favorite match to have ever worked, and what's the, your favorite wrestling match to have ever seen? Mm. I, you know, who's what? your toughest opponent? What's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> no, so on honestly, like one of my favorite matches that I had was with Big Boss Man. It was uh, like a hardcore match, uh, and. It wasn't too long before he died, but I just loved Ray, and yeah. I loved working with Ray because his time, he was great in there, and he would make you laugh. Like it, You could have a good match and have a good time at the same time. Um, and one time we were wrestling, and a bag of weed fell out of his boot in the middle of the ring, and it was so funny. <laughs> really? You too? Because, hey, because that happened to him. So have you ever heard of, uh, was it at the hunting thing? No, 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 no. Yeah, you know Bushmasters, like, or, or Buckmasters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, where they go deer hunting? Yes, yeah. Well, they had, like, the big Buckmasters thing, and so, like, Kurt Hennig, Wade Boggs, <laughs> and all, and Boss Man, they would yeah. all go hunting, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so they had a wrestling ring set out, and Boss Man was wrestling in the ring, and he took a slam, and the big pot, and the pot <laughs> fell, the bag of pot fell out of this, the Yeah, field. this happened yeah. Uh, with me and him. I think it was me and him and Al Snow. And it, <laughs> and it just fell out in the ring. We almost triple knocked out trying to get it, <laughs> give it to the referee. Um, but yeah, that was probably Boss Man. Was hey, my so, um, uh, something, and I almost sent a tweet out like this, but I, I didn't want to, I, I don't know why I didn't, but. Because they're talking about you know the twenty four seven title with, yeah, with yeah, Ron, yeah. With which I love. I think it's really fun. I, stuff. I think it's fun too. I love. Like yeah, it. and a lot of people that wouldn't well, get look, TV you, time get yeah, to get you, involved. You, can, and, you can't. To me, and this is just my opinion, Ron Killings is friggin' Midas. Absolutely. Everything he touches turns to gold. Yeah. I remember, All, always has been. And I remember the first time I ever heard who he was was you went down to Memphis yep. and you saw him down there and I think you might even have teamed with him a yeah, little bit. Yeah, well, Billy had just hurt yeah. his shoulder and was going to be out for like nine months yeah. and I, uh, oh, I can't do this on my own. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, somebody hold my hand. <laughs> somebody help me. <laughs> and so I, uh, Bruce Pritchard was actually down there at Lawler. Yeah. We were doing a show for Lawler and, uh, and I said, that's 
that's my dude right there. He rapped to the ring and he just doing splits and back handsprings. Yeah. It's like this is this is the guy. Yeah. So yeah, I love Ronnie and and I think anything he does on there is turns to that man. like this. That, but that thing needs to be centered around him at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. Because I think if it goes to anybody else who doesn't have that kind of uh, whatever it is that he has, the it factor, the the, the Midas touch. Um, it, and it could get corny, you know what I mean, after a while. But I think as long as he's involved, it'll be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love it. But why I was saying that was because it was it's similar to kind of like the hardcore yeah, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, you're like you're not really known like you're not real you're just not you're yeah. not known as the hardcore but no one had better hardcore tv matches than you brian yeah yeah well, you knew how to yes, do it how to lay them yeah. out that's what if you go back like i did have some good ones and i was proud of that you were a great hardcore and, champion. And, I, and i think it was because of my fear and my you know everything i did that's why i was a drug addict and alcoholic it was all fear-based everything i'm just so so scared of everything ah! <laughs> but uh a spider but but uh so so when they split us up and and I was like oh I, that hardcore thing became in my mind anyway my crutch yeah. like oh I can lean on hitting people with chairs or I can lean on being hit with a chair whatever and so it helped me mentally but then I did I got there early I walked through and I picked things out and I told the truck and we're here's what we're gonna do and it was it was fun to me yeah. it was brutal and I would I would you know I felt it that's for sure I would take enough stuff to try not to feel it but but I did I loved that part of my career and you're right it's I'm not no like it was Mick Foley is the that's hardcore right. guy and he, and rightfully so, by by all means. I never went on any thumbtacks or through the, you know, through the uh, hell in the cell and all that stuff. Yeah, but um, you did it a way that you could do that. Yeah, a I could, lot I could still often. be doing that. I yeah. could probably do that again right now as yeah. long as I didn't have to run the ropes because I'm a fat. Anyway, um, <laughs> when it looked like Grandpa Walton. I'm trying uh, to catch Hunter, up with you. Hunter called me Grandpa Walton. And really? I was like, oh, I told him, I said, yeah, and I said, well, I've tried to get some just for men, but you had bought it all. You didn't say that, did you? <laughs> no, no, I actually I didn't. Huh. Uh, but right. anyway, wrestling, 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 and more wrestling. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> All right. Hey, um, is that an hour yet? That's an hour. Well, that feels like a pretty big finish, too. Yeah. All right. Hey, Brian. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, hey, thank you guys back there, uh, back home. Yep. Thanks for doing Steve. what we could not do. Jeff. You got, hey, thank Road Dog, so good to have you, man. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, man, great. I, I appreciate it. Of course. Hey, appreciate so, you having me. Hey, so follow me on uh, on my social media. Uh, my Twitter is at the real XPOC. My Instagram is at real XPOC. Uh, what are the, what are the other ones? I don't remember. It's youtube.com slash xpoc. Also yeah. xpoc at one at xpoc one two three sixty show is the show's yeah. Twitter. Cool. All right. Well, I guess that's it, everyone. Quit playing with your Twitter. And so <laughs> I'm going to be doing the show from here again next week. And uh, on Wednesday, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Maybe I can. Maybe I can be here with That'd you. Be great. <laughs> like, uh, thank, thank you, no, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next week, right here. Well, right and if here. you're down with that, we got two time. words for you. Suck it. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Sean Waltman, and the entire X Pac 12360 staff, thank you for tuning in to X Pac 12360.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.